will revolutionize the way fieldwork is done in the future. Not only does the dot power platform eliminate the need for large tractor power, it eliminates axles, wheels, and hitches on most field implements by essentially turning them into self-propelled units. The founder of Seedmaster, Norbert Bourgeau, used his engineering and farming experience to develop the dot power platform. And Saskatoon reporter Neil Billinger spoke to Bourgeau at Egg in Motion. Well, it's a U-shaped device that's made to load all implements underneath it and through the center of it and carry the weight of the implements. Uh, so it's, it's made to adapt to any farm implement that's been designed to be dot ready. How easy is it to use? Farmers are used to using auto steer and uh, rate control on their land. A lot of that technology is the same on here. Uh, there'll be a, a, a bit of software that we're developing that makes it easier for them to map their fields out and predetermine the path of uh, application of products. Does the farmer have to be there when this is going on site or, or can they do it from a remote location? It can be done from remote. Uh, basically, depending on cell service and stuff like that, they, it, uh, the farmer could be anywhere in the world um, and controlling it. Once it's on a job within a field, it's on its own. And if it veers off of its planned path in any way, it just stops and asks the farmer for instructions as to what to do next. What kind of speeds are we looking at? We're using it at two prime speeds, uh, five miles an hour for seeding applications, four to five, depending on the farmer's choice, and, uh, and 10 to 12 for spraying or harvest card activities. I understand it took three years to develop this. What was the, the hardest part of getting this uh, from the starting point to now? I don't know if there was a hard part. I, uh, I've been working on it after I came up with the idea of the U-shape, it's been part of my everyday life. <laughs> and so every day there was something new developed. I, I spend the winter in Mexico and I spent uh, a lot of my time there working out uh, drawings and patent applications over the two-year period. And um, the last six, eight months, the engineers on our staff have taken over and turned it into what you see today. Farmers had a chance to see uh, dot yesterday at Ag Emotion. You're back here again today. What will they see when they take a look at the, at the demo? They'll see Dot uh, loading uh, one or two implements and unloading implements and doing an autonomous uh, job of seeding a small strip that they've left us uh, in charge of here at the show. And uh, yeah, so it gives you a really good uh, understanding of the direction that we're going. What happens now? I'm assuming there's more testing going on. Uh, what's the timeline before this gets to market? We're going to test this unit exclusively for the next several months and we hope to put six of them in fields not too far from Regina uh, for the first year in 2018 and then open, open it up to the broader public uh, the following year. This could be quite revolutionary in regards to how farmers do their work. Uh, right now, tractors are, are very important. Uh, this could eventually replace the tractor. That's right. Uh, people have commented that this, this could be a disruptive technology, and I guess that's probably the right word. Uh, and, of course, it won't change overnight. Uh, there'll be early adapters and evolutionary processes involved. Uh, 
but long term, it could be the beginning of the end of tractors. Norbert Beaujon talking about the DOT power platform, which was showcased to farmers this week at Ag in Motion. Many parts of Saskatchewan are still in desperate need of moisture as crop conditions continue to decline this past week thanks to hot and dry weather. The Pelly area did report around 60 millimeters of rain. However, as provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says, that's not nearly enough. Uh, well, currently crop conditions vary greatly right across the province. Uh, certainly areas more in the south part of the province have been suffering from a lack of moisture for several weeks now. Uh, areas more in the north uh, where they have gotten rain over the last couple of weeks are in a bit better shape overall. Uh, but for the most part, uh, the majority of the province is in need of a really good rain. Um, and of course, the more south we go and the more west we head towards Alberta, uh, the worse things are. And we could certainly use a lot of rain in uh, some of those areas. What are crops' current stages of development across the province? Well, at the moment, uh, crops are advancing fairly quickly, uh, but fairly normally as well. Uh, so 71% of the fall cereals, 62% of the spring cereals, 61% of the oil seeds, and 70% of the pulse crops are all at their normal stages of development for this time of year. And what's the current situation in the southeast, uh, in particular to weather conditions and crop conditions? Uh, the southeast uh, has been very dry uh, for quite some time. It all depends, of course, where you are in the southeast, because uh, areas more east of Weyburn, uh, kind of that Estevan heading towards Manitoba, they have lucked out and gotten a little bit more rain. Uh, but for the most part, the Regina, uh, kind of close to Moose right down to Weyburn, um, has been lacking rain for several weeks now. Uh, so a lot of the crops there are quite thin. Uh, the stands haven't fully filled out. We've also had some very high temperatures, uh, so a lot of the flowering canola uh, has actually been damaged by what we call heat blasting, uh, which is essentially pod and flower abortion. Uh, so things aren't looking as good, uh, but the more uh, southeast we head towards Manitoba, uh, things are in a little bit better shape. What were some of the main sources of crop damage this past week? Uh, crop damage, uh, really quite of, uh, a buffet of options, you could say. Uh, we have ev had everything from hail, uh, we had some wind, some localized flooding in some areas. Uh, we've had some diseases more in the north part of the province, uh, but producers have been spraying for Fusarium head blight and sclerotinia. We've also had reports of insects such as wheat midge and aphids out there as well. Friesen says hay yields are below average overall in the province. Estimated average dryland hay yields around Saskatchewan are 1.2 tons per acre for alfalfa, 1 ton per acre for alfalfa brome grass, 0.96 tons per acre for other tame hays, and 1.4 tons per acre for green feed. Manitoba Premier Brian Pallister says he's waiting for a response from the federal government on funding the repairs for a damaged rail line, providing the sole land link between Churchill and the rest of Canada. Denver-based Omnitrax, which owns the line, says repairing the washed-out line will take about two months and cost up to $60 million, but it can't justify the expense after already spending $75 million on the track since 1997. Pallister says the repairs are a federal issue, but the province is increasing its subsidy for milk, baby formula, fr and fresh fruit and vegetables that have to be flown into Churchill. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Prices mainly rose or remained unchanged in early trading today. Durham is up 1388 to 292.78. Feed barley unchanged at 145.03. 
Canola is up $3.10 to 4.79.10. Flax is unchanged at 4.14.25. Oats are up $1.28 to 170.36. Yellow peas remain unchanged at $287. Feed wheat is also unchanged at 141.99. And number 1 red spring wheat is the only thing that dropped this morning down 4.18 to 284.26. The livestock report on the source 6:20 CKRM. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. We didn't have a sale in Weyburn last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Heiferet sold from $1.10 to $1.30. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.95 cents to $1.05, with the odd cow selling up to $1.15. D3 cows sold from $0.85 cents to $0.95. Cents. Good Butcher Bull sold from $1.20 to $1.40, with the odd bull selling up to $1.45. There weren't enough yearlings in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now here's the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Thursday, July 20th. Hams sold 5,700 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 198 to 206 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 heads, selling in a range of 196 to 206 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in a range of 128.97 to 145.50 per CKG live weight. Ham's market cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 21 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2595. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.59 cents U.S. Daily hog slaughter is climbing with the U.S. weekday slaughter consistently coming in higher than 440,000 hogs. Hot temperatures in the Midwest, however, continue to limit growth levels, which is likely to drive hog weights lower for another month, offsetting a portion of the increase in hog numbers. Lean hog futures experienced a price recovery in yesterday's trade, with traders believing the $12 per hundredweight discount that the August contract held to the current cash market was too large given the firm wholesale pork prices. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on the Source 620 CKRM. Sunny today near noon, then a mix of sun and cloud. There's a 60% chance of showers or some thunderstorms throughout this afternoon. We're expecting to climb to a high of 28. Mainly cloudy tonight, again a 60% chance of showers or some thunderstorms throughout the evening, then clearing overnight down to a low of 15 degrees. A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow. Once again, the risk of a thunderstorm throughout the afternoon, a high of 26, down to a low of 14. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, 25 for a high and a low of 13 degrees. Sunday, sunshine, a high of 30 and a low of 15. Monday, more sunshine and a hot high of 34. The normal daytime high this time of year is around 26. The normal overnight low is around 11 degrees. The sun rose at 5.10 this morning. It should set around 9 o'clock this evening. Around the province right now, Esteban is 25, Prince Albert 23, Saskatoon 26, it's 29 in Swift Current, Weyburn is 27, and Yorkton is sitting at 25. This hour in Moose Jaw, mainly sunny skies in 29, here in Regina, partly cloudy and 27. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Once again, for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Post.